solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Bum bum ba bum 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 bum. Chapter Thirty Seven. The Beginning. Welcome to another episode. I'm Molly. I'm Alex, and I like my eggs sunny side. <laughs> And this is... Potter Watch. Potter Watch. Potter Watch. <laughs> and I'm Lee Jordan from Australia now. <laughs> when I said Potter Watch, it felt like Lee. And then I shifted to, <laughs> to Australia. Bondi. Bondi to do crew. A jumper. Meddling. Anytime, Those are just words. Any, no, I have to clarify. So when I'm trying to get into an Australian accent, which is terrible, I do not have it in my accent vocabulary. I, mine was on accent. The two things that I think of are a show called Bundai To Do Crew. That was good. Yeah. I, the, well, the, I can't do any other things. And then Medellin from, uh, from the audiobook. Of the original Australian Big Little Lies. Wow. I listen to I'm that audio. I'm you don't have a better Australian accent because of the audiobook. I. Yeah, uh, to book. <laughs> I can't do it at all. Oh, wait, I need to think. What's the husband's name in, I don't know. in it? But it! I, it! <laughs> that could be anything, though. I know. <laughs> I need a. Um, um, oh, I've got one. I need a sentence. Um. Of course, I I can't do it. No, nope, that was. I was British, British. but <laughs> there's a it's line in the audiobook I did the other day, and I did it well. And it's when she's talking about her daughter, um, so Nate. She's like Nathan. Of course, I'm gonna yell. Our daughter is selling her virginity on the internet. That was the internet was a good word. That was good. Um, I like how I'm like judging this. Like I know shit about. <laughs> like that one was good. That was bad. We're off to a great start. This Harry Potter is not, in fact, set in Australia. It's not one We're Australian. Australian character. Not a one. I Well, I just wanted to say, I think of the Mary-Kate and Ashley movie. Um, oh, shit. What was it? Our Lips Are Sealed takes place in Australia. Yes. And they do a little bit on learning language. And I think about that. Um, but. <clears throat> well. Okay. <laughs> we are... We're at the beginning, if you will, with chapter 37. Well done. The chapter's called... The Beginning. The Beginning. Which I think is a fucking fantastic chapter okay, title. but I just want to say, Molly Wilson said this in, like, five chapters ago when I said something <laughs> during an episode that I decided to use again for my reading. <laughs> okay, first of all... Did that sound that vague? That sentence felt like the maze from it a felt few like, chapters It felt ago. like a ten minute rant on nothing. <laughs> and I am Well, it. I just felt like I really had to connect the dots <clears throat> to get to Let the end. Let me start over. <laughs> My chapter rename is The End of the Beginning. Oh, okay. Because I've used that once before <laughs> as like a potential rename, but I didn't use it as a rename, so it's still fresh. Okay. But yeah. I came up with it because the fourth book, the end, this is the end of the beginning of the Harry Potter series. Yes, but I also think it's the begin. This chapter this is the beginning, is of, the beginning the of the darkness. rest of the series, which right. I think she 
This is so good. I think yeah. this title is so good. She knows exactly what she's doing. And yes. also, this chapter is sort of like a calm before the storm. Yes. To me. So it's like... The beginning is here, yeah. but it's like we're waiting for it now. But, and I would still, I still argue that this is still very much the end of the beginning, as I said, because they're obviously tying up a lot of loose mm-hmm. ends and like. Yes, I don't, yes, but I think, yeah. I, we're, we're, I think we're all saying the same thing. Like, there is a shift upon us, whether we're at yes. the very end of it or at the very beginning of it, things are happening. J.K. Rowling is making us feel things. And she made me feel things just from that chapter title. What was your <laughs> rename? My rename is To Grieve and Grow. What's your ne- rename? The end of the beginning. Oh, <laughs> Woof. We're okay. We are okay. Okay. I've heard so far that your haiku is supposed to be really good. Well, I I really bumped it. What if it's shitty? What if it's terrible? Well, mine's really bad, so I'll read it <laughs> The whole school must grieve. Rita and Ludo explained. Forge, get a new start. I don't think that's as bad it's as you the think facts. it is. It's the facts. It's the facts Your first of life. line made me sad. Yeah. I feel that. Yeah. Okay. Take us home. Well, again, take I us decided... To the beginning. I'll take you to the beginning. So, um, I like to preface, again, by saying that this also gives you no information about the chapter, which is the um, point of the haiku. I gave you the... I gave <laughs> you the Molly facts. gave you the facts. Um, find comfort in friends... Healing in difficult truths and strength in kindness. Wow. So it's inspired by the chapter, it's I would say. It's very um, reminiscent of the end of the movie where they're like, you know, yeah. looking out into the distance and the three of them and like one of them's like weirdly on a different, like it's Harry's oh, on a different. No, it's Ron. He's like standing further oh, back. Yeah. Well, because Hermione comes and walks up it's to Harry. So and weird. Ron stays behind. And yeah, th- he's like, it's all different now. And it's like, yeah, it is. It's not going to be the same now, is it? <laughs> oh no! Um, can't wait for us to watch this film. Film. Um. <clears throat> okay, I would like to start my notes with a side note. <laughs> okay um just that i don't understand the uk school system because they take their end of year exams like a month before school is out um and this was the same way like when i was at at uni in wales is like they have their end of year exams and there's like a month of classes and then nothing yeah that's weird and it's the same here and i'm like what is happening it reminds me of like taking the ap exam that's that's what i was seeing in the car on the way here i was like maybe that's what it is yeah because it's like you take the ap exam and then you're done and then you just watch movies for a month yeah which is like great but also i feel like a really big waste but it is like the dream like of college to just like be hanging out in college and not have to worry about anything. Oh, that w- those were the best times when you were done with your exams or yeah. you had like an easy one left. 
Yeah. Or just like a paper. Yeah. The dream. College. Don't you think, don't you sometimes, I don't want to do another tangent, but don't you sometimes want to see what they would have done in college? For like Hogwarts? Yeah. Like higher ed. Higher ed. Or even just like see them taking an oral exam. Yeah. That would have been Because they do go into specialized That's kind of like field training academy. Yeah. Which is interesting. And I feel like the healer, to become a healer, it's like an apprentice. I feel like they do more apprenticeships. Yes. Which is cool. I just, I'm just going to go home and read a college AU. Is there a lot of that? Or a good amount? I've seen it. I've never read it before. So it makes me want to. Because I'm actually curious to see how people do a wizard in college. Like, I don't want to muggle AU college AU. Yeah. Like, that's not interesting. That's true. I, I would hope it would involve a lot of apprenticeships. Yeah. I feel like there are some parts that wouldn't need that. Like, if you were to go into government, like, obviously, like, Percy goes right into a job. Mm-hmm. Like, that seems fine. Does it seem fine, though? That's weird to me. Like, from this pers- our perspective, it's weird that this, like, 17-year-old or 18-year-old graduated and then went right into getting... It's like an a- assistant. Yeah, but, like, we graduate college to get assistantship positions. But also, they they place your education on your magic and not, like... Yes. No, no, no. I, I know yeah. in this world. I'm just saying, like, it seems weird to me because then it, like, it moves up their whole plot line. That, I mean, their... Life. Yeah, their yeah. lifeline. Like, that's why people, they get married so young. Yeah. Because you're, like, an adult sooner. If you're not, like, getting promoted by the time you're older, it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> Arthur. Yikes. No, that wasn't at Arthur. That was oh. Martha administration. Okay, like, okay. I thought you were, like, Arthur. I know. I said, like, what are you doing, Arthur? Now it was, like, what are you doing? And then I was, like, oh, Arthur. Oh, it was okay. supposed to be, like, an aw, Arthur. Sorry, guys. Yeah. It was just, like, two thoughts pushed together. Um... It's Fudge's fault. Everything is Fudge's fault. Agreed. Hashtag fuck Fudge. I'm sorry. Fudge is fudged. Yeah. What the hot fudge, Fudge? <laughs> um, this is my note. I, like, scribbled it down from last chapter. I was, like, um hinting towards this um that I thought because well Harry has this very uncomfortable conversation with the degrees Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah and I was thinking about of course unfortunately I was thinking about Cursed Child and like what they do to Cedric of course Uh, I was too (laughs) yeah uh and I was like I'm not gonna write any notes about Cursed Child but I did have this thought of like the degrees specifically say like they don't blame Harry for what happened so They're not angry at Harry, first of all. Um, And then I was like, what if they... Just like a little side plot of the rest of the series was that the Diggory's got very involved in the Order of the Phoenix. Like, I think that would have been really cool to see that. And like, them being like a huge part of the Order. Like, the Weasleys are. And just Mm -hmm. like, be one of those like, smaller side characters. And like, or see them in the Battle of Hogwarts. Like, I just think that would have been really sweet to see and yes then you know like they believe this story not it's not a story like they believe what actually I do yes I agree with you but I also do think that from this we do get that um I think we get it we get a closure with it in terms for sure 
this is like a good, I'm so glad she did this yeah. way of handling it where they're not upset with Harry because he does not need right. that. But also, I do think it's weird that they let the 14 year old that watched him die talk to the parents. I don't, and my note is not like, I think, I think this is to. wrong. My note says, I don't know how I feel about this. I think he wanted to. Yeah, that's fair. And if he wanted to, obviously, more power to him, you do it. It's just, that's not really how it's framed in the book. It's just like when I met... One of the things I had to do was... Right. And I was like... And he's saying, I really wished I could avoid it. And then we get... But I had to meet with the Diggories. And I was like, what? I think... Well, I do think that they probably wanted to talk to him. Of course they did. And... I would want to. Yeah. And I think he wanted to, one, try and give them the money. I think that was important to him. Yeah. And I think he wanted to... He's such a good Because he asked about them in the last chapter, which makes yeah. me think that... No, I agree he that He didn't it's, want to do it, but he felt... He needed to. Gryffindor in him was like, I need to do this. Yeah, and I totally feel that. Yeah. I was just like... The little bit of like mama bear in me was like, that's a really hard thing. Yeah. Also, like, is anybody with him during... Right! Like... McGonagall, you there, but <laughs> you there? Are you there, McGonagall? It's me. <laughs> Can I have a biscuit? <laughs> and I, I do like that the movie. I think that their characterization of Amos is a little bit from this, where it says like Mr. Diggory was like sobbing, sobbing. through the whole thing. It's like that's accurate to what they did in the but movie. But they completely erased his mother. Yeah. I thought it, they it was much more powerful being like a single dad. Yes, it was awful. But I love Mrs. Diggory. I know. I like the characterization of like beyond. She was like be her grief was beyond like tears, yeah. and I was like that's real. Yeah. Wow. Don't want to linger on that too long. Yeah. Oh, well, I have another note on them. Did you have any other notes on them? No. Uh, My next notes are... Big D. Oh, I have another note on them, too. Okay. Do you want to go? No, you can go. Okay. I was just going to say, do you think that he told them that he saw Cedric after he died? Like, how much do you think think he told them about what happened? I mean, maybe he said, bring your father back. Bring my body back. Because they do say thank you for bringing him back. But I don't see Harry going into all of that. Yeah, I don't think... Yeah, I don't think so. I think they just think that maybe he thought to bring his body back, which is fine. Which like, is fine. Let's just go it's with that. Fine. That's easier to explain. Um, Mrs. Diggory's he must have been happy. <sighs> Woof. Yeah. Like, I need this scene to get closure on it, but boy, is it hard. Yeah, I mean, I, but I think we talked about that on that episode about him having, like, a nice last few mm-hmm. moments, like, the chapter before and the chapter where it happened. It happens. Yeah. It's like, he's in a good light. Yeah. Which is good. Yes, definitely. I'm past degrees. Did you have any more notes on them? The last place Harry should go is the Jersleys. Like, I get it. In terms of his mental health. Yes. I get it. There's a magic mumba jumb about all of this nuggety nug nug nug. But here's the dealio schmilio. Why? <laughs> 
why can't Harry and Sirius live at Grimmauld Place and Dumbledore be the secret keeper? I feel like the level of magic is just as strong and Dumbledore's definitely not going to tell anyone. And it would be exponentially better for Sirius and Harry's mental health. Um, well, this is when Dumbledore is starting his whole, I don't want Harry to know anything in case he's infiltrated thing. I don't want to get back into this, but my note was, I think that Big D should have at least explained to Harry why he had to go back to the Dursleys. Like, this is the moment when he should say, like, hey, you need to go back to the Dursleys because there's another magical element going on here. Yes. Because then at least it's like, okay, I get it. I, yes, I do think that is a good compromise. However, I'm not sold that he needs to go back to his abusive home after experiencing this tragedy. And it doesn't end well for him. And then, oh, see, now I'm getting upset. I'm getting upset. And then he refuses to let Hermione and Ron. Oh, it's really fucked up. It's really fucked up. I'm going to be, I'm being supportive of Dumbledore right now because I know how unsupportive I will be later. Yeah, I know. I just, it just, I started thinking about it and it got me really upset. But, um. It's just rude. It's rude. Wow. Okay. Moving on. I'm at Hagrid. Me too. Okay. Wow. Hagrid. The same way we were talking about how Snape has a really good chapter, this Hagrid has a really good chapter here. Yeah, this is a sweet this scene. This is a sweet, sweet scene. Um, no, you're not. Of course you're not. But you will be. He's got, like, many good lines. Yeah, great in lines in this. Yeah. Like, he's so uplifting, so positive. Also, he fucking called this shit in the first Yeah, and he book. says it. He's like not like, like I always knew. He's like, I said it. <laughs> and I love that. Relatable. I would not shut up about it. <laughs> and he's like, but we good. We got Dumbledore. And as long as we've got him, we're good. And then as soon as he's gone, we're not good. <laughs> um, I feel like a lot of this chapter is just going to be, be me like. You're like. Stop punching me in the stomach. <laughs> I'm deep in hell. <laughs> Did you say in inhale? Like hell or hell? Inhale. That's oh, what, inhale. <laughs> that's the, <laughs> that is what I said. <laughs> I thought you were like, I'm deep in hell. <laughs> inhale? In hell? It's a tidbit. <laughs> it's... You've inhaled, is what you're saying. <laughs> We're all inhale. <laughs> anyway, I love that Hagrid, like, gets it with Harry. And even though he's, like, usually, like, this, like, cheery guy all the time, like, he's, like, the one that understands, like, so, like, on such a deep level, like, yeah. trauma and just stuff like that. And it's, like, he doesn't know what Harry's been through, but he knows, like, you're not okay, but you will be, kind of. Like, yes. what he says, literally. And, I mean, I think he's saying the exact right thing. It's, like, last chapter where it's, like, the people that need to be there are there in a minute. Mm-hmm. And Harry says it. He's, like, 
what helped me the most was talking to Hagrid. And I yep. think Agreed. our boy has so many good parental figures there for him. Thank God. I know. He, he loses them. them left and right. <laughs> God. Alex is so mad. God damn it. I just want. I'm just saying. Like, I'm here to have thing. a good time. <laughs> I want to see some punishment. <laughs> no. I want to see some love, support, and compassion. Um, oh, Hufflepuff, speaking of sad things. Poor, poor Puffs. That's a rough time, man. The black, um, not curtains, but the drapes. Yeah, the drapes. Kind of, yeah. Respectful, but, like... Yeah, like, good. Like, if I'm in Let's mourning, n- I don't want people to be celebrating, certainly. Yeah. But, um... It's yeah. good not to do the whole house. Like, because it's kind of like, that doesn't matter. We're unifying right now. Yes. We're not being separate houses, which is not stated so outwardly, but it is in some ways with the other schools. Yeah. But it's also like inner inner school unity. Come on, people. Yeah. I mean, as much as we... Look, I'm just going to say it. I, I like had this as a note and I crossed it out, but Slytherins don't look good here. Certain Slytherins. You think the whole house looks bad? I would, like, can I see your book? I There was something about the language that made me think that there wasn't, like, one that was doing the right thing. Well, it was, like, all of the houses stood up except for some people at the Slytherin house. But I'd still put it on those individuals and not the entire house. Lynn says, like, nearly everyone in the Great Hall followed suit. They murmured his name as they murmured Cedric's and drank. But through the gap in the standing figures, Harry saw that Malfoy, Crabbe, and Gwilym, and many other Slytherins had remained defiantly in their seats, their yeah. goblets untouched. Woof. Yeah. It's not good. Not yeah. a good look. But I wouldn't blame all of yes, them. Yes, not yeah. all Slytherins. And I definitely believe that, but it was like it was also the only house that had ha- people had that people did it, that yeah. didn't stand. Yeah. And it wasn't just like Malfoy, Crap, and Goyo. Yeah. Which I also understand. But I I think that was only for the Harry part. Okay. It doesn't say specifically, but it's they mention it after the Harry one. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm at the note about, we talked about this last chapter, but Snape and Harry linger a soft longing look at each other. (laughs) I'll just read it in context. Please, please do. Further along the table, sitting next to Professor McGonagall was Snape. His eyes lingered on Harry for a moment as Harry looked at him. His expression was difficult to read. He looked as sour and unpleasant as ever. Harry continued to watch him long after Snape had looked away. So, I might be looking into this. You might be looking deeply into Snape's deeply eyes. Deeply into this. Into this. Now, I'm coming off of a high of giving Snape my champ, so 
you know. Okay. Take it with a grain of salt. But I took this, like, why include this little moment of Snape, like, kind of staring at Harry? It's kind of like, you know, the first one. But I was, like, maybe I think a part of him is, like, really impressed with Harry that he was able to escape. Because this is, like, on the heels of Snape returning after seeing Voldemort. I think, I think definitely. Yeah, I don't think that's a, sh- I don't think I'm, like, making some big claim here. Yeah, but. No, 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 no but yeah. I think it is another one of those moments that's unrealistic for Snape. Yeah. But I think, I think that's certainly what's or happening Or he's just here. kind of, like, what is it about this Yes, kid? I think it's more like that, where it's, like, I don't know if he's fully willing to admit that Harry yeah, actually not, is it's impressive. Like he's it's so like fucking a, lucky. Yeah, how? How? And how is your, like, brilliant mother, like, not able, like, I think yeah. it's kind of, how like. how is Lily not able to? But and you, you, you little shit, you did it, and it's, like. Yeah. He's, like, angry, but also, like, a little bit, like, how Dumbledore's impressed with the other side, like. Yes, I. Yes, it's a I, tiny bit of I that. think you've, um, hit it. Hit it right again. I got a lot from those, like, one line. No, but I think that's totally... I think you're absolutely correct, so... Um, good read. A good read on that. Why include it? I think it is so important that Dumbledore publicly acknowledge Harry's truth. Here, in his little speech. I kind of... I was like... I said, though Hogwarts does Hogwarts doesn't need another lawsuit as <laughs> like my cabby. <laughs> I said, I assume he's doing this because Harry looked hella guilty. Because yeah. Harry doesn't want this. So it's like uncomfortable for Harry, I think. Um I think it's one of those things where it's like when your mom or dad is like giving you your lunchbox at school and they like are like, oh my god, like it's so annoying. Like my mom writes me a note in my lunchbox and you're like annoyed by it. But I don't know. But like you actually appreciate it. Like I think Harry really appreciates the sentiment that Dumbledore publicly is like, I believe Harry. Because especially when yeah. he's gonna be faced with publicly you're a fucking liar yeah in hindsight i feel like it's more powerful but also i agree with you that it's a deep appreciation but i think it's more like the first sentiment you're talking about was more like in the first book where it's like oh shucks like yes i did you know do this thing in the sorcerer's sense but like harry well what i don't think harry likes attention no and two i think that he has so much survivor's guilt he doesn't want he doesn't want to be the scene as this, like, Harry was so brave, Harry so this, and it, on the heels of Cedric dying. Like, I think that's really hard for him to hear. Yes, I do think, yes, I, I do think you're true, but I, I think you're correct in that, but I... And I think you're correct in that, like, he I think feels that appreciate. Be true. I think yeah, it's, like, not just conflicting yeah. feelings, I, yeah, because... I think there is deep appreciation there because he feel because he feels so shitty, it's like, thank you for saying that kind of yeah but I Um, do also think it's like Dumbledore knows how bad it looked yes yes I I think Dumbledore definitely has multiple motives like it does not look great like I'm gonna try and discredit as much as possible but um I also just had a little Hufflepuff note before that um I said probably the best Hufflepuff description is when um 
Dumbledore says he was a good and loyal friend, a hard worker. He valued fair play. Um, and then he says something later about him be making the choice between what is hard and what is easy. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't get a lot about... We don't get specifics about Hufflepuff House. They're kind of like the leftover house. Mm-hmm. But this is one of like the most specific, like, this is what a Hufflepuff is, like, yeah. very specifically. Yeah. Good and loyal. He mentions the hardworking thing, which is sometimes made into a joke, but it's like, mm-hmm. this is like what you get from the other houses. Like, you know, even though we don't get a lot of Ravenclaw, you know very clearly pretty much what a you, Ravenclaw is. You can look at, you know what it is. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and like, same with like, obviously Slytherin and Gryffindor, which you get more characters from, but they describe those houses better. But this is like one of the best descriptions, I think, for the Hufflepuff yeah. house. It's about time. Um, and then I'm surprised you didn't bring up this line. No, I have it right here. Oh, okay. Go ahead. We are only Slay. strong as we are united, weak as we are divided. That's not the line I was gonna Oh, interesting. <laughs> no, that was a sweet line. I have a, I'm surprised you didn't bring this up to drag Dumbledore. <clears throat> oh. I was um, distracted by that line, which I really love. It is my belief, however, that truth truth is generally preferable to lies, and that any intent. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were gonna drag, <laughs> which I was like, um, I guess lies is different than withholding, right? No, <laughs> it is not. Um, no, I was saying that to be like. Dumbledore, are you filthy hypocrite? <laughs> I might. I I have like a I have a inkling I of love thinking Dumbledore. this, but I think I was like trying to give Dumbledore the benefit of the doubt right now because he's doing it good. Yeah. But yeah, I do remember having that thought as I was reading this chapter. But I was like, I'm gonna be the bigger person, like as if I was like gonna insult Dumbledore. <laughs> okay, but can you say that um, good line again? Because I think you got a little overshadowed. We are only strong as we are united, weak as we are divided. I really love that line. That's like a college essay waiting to happen. That's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> we, I don't know. It, it, it went on, it immediately went on my list of potential tattoos. Bondi tattoo crew. Oh. Yeah. Cause you know, two. cause you know, I've been trying to figure out what I'm going to do and I'm, I'm almost leaning toward maybe not doing a quote anymore doing some sort of art i don't know yeah that would be like a good rib yeah a ribby a ribeye but i really like this especially in our current political climate yeah i like this line and it also went on my um my list of like um we were talking about like good quotes for like protest Mm mm-hmm and i think that is a really good protest one yeah also i feel like it's not as overdone. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think I've seen as many tattoos. I'm sure people have it, but yeah. it's not like I don't see it every other Harry Potter tattoo I also post. really like the sentiment of, like, in... Uh, the sentiment that, like, in a time of war, like, let's think about the co- things that we have in common. And like not we, the And not the things that we... Yeah. And ha- it, are and different. It's so... It's easier to look at Harry the Harry Potter series with that because it's, like, the clear differences are houses mm-hmm. and it's, like, okay, we get it. But then, like, that's why the next one with Dumbledore's army is so special is that it's so... Inner house. Yeah. Yeah. Except for one house. <laughs> Oops! But 
I also think like this ties in what we were talking about earlier about the like what you were saying about like the the house colors. It's only like the black drapes. Mm-hmm. Like we are not like we are united we are in Hogwarts. this tragedy. Yeah. 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 Um, speaking of apart, mm. I was going to say something about the Durmstrangs. Okay, keep going. Okay. I think that's before. Um, Dumbledore just is talking about the United and anyone in this house or anyone in this hall is welcome to come back. And I was like, those poor sweet Durmstrangs. Um... Dumbledore. They are really abandoned, like, in a foreign country. Like, Karkaroff should be arrested <laughs> for multiple reasons, but... I also, like, Dumbledore has another... He loves a good monologue, just like Baltimore. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and They're Rudy both egotists, certainly. Um, but I wanted to um, say one of his monologues and supplement a word or two. Okay. <clears throat> Every guest in this hall, said Dumbledore, and his eyes lingered upon the Durmstrangs, will you welcome back here any time, should they wish to come. I say to you all, once again, in the light of President Trump's return, we're only as strong as we are united, as weak as we are divided. President Trump's gift for spreading discord and anonymity is very great. We can fight it only by showing an equally strong bond of friendship and trust. Differences of habit and language are nothing at all if our aims are not are identical and our hearts are open. Wow. Whoa. I know that was a little heavy handed. No, I think that's really As poignant. soon as I was reading that, I was like, Trump, Trump, Trump. Oh, shit. Like, yeah. let's close our borders. Let's not let anyone in. Okay, I have a cue. And this could be like bad reading comprehension. This happens to me sometimes. I've been corrected many a time on this podcast but doesn't harry say it's been a month at the beginning of this chapter mm-hmm. and then doesn't big d say this past week or something like this week we lost i think uh, you're right we this week we lost someone like he's talking about cedric but harry's like at the beginning of this chapter it's been a month i totally think you're right but i'm trying to find the dumbledore line it's in his, the end of his speech. Okay. I think. Yeah, a week ago, as soon as I again, you're right, it's a total mistake. I was like, whoa. JK. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Editors. JK's editors, come on. That's like, I, I picked up on it. That's like an easy I catch. didn't pick up on that. Damn. That's good. Oh, well. Okay. Yeah, because Harry, like, yeah, we were just talking about, like, the exams. It's, like, been a month. Yeah. Like, (laughs) what are you doing? (laughs) What's going on? It feels like a week. (laughs) It's good already, LOL. Hermione's scowling. Oh, 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 oh. Fleur's English. Fleur, Fleur, your English is good already, says Rod, and Hermione is, like, throwing a hissy. And While then, she goes and makes out with Crumb. She doesn't make out with him. You don't think so? What do you mean? 
they leave and Ron can't see them and then they come back and she's stone faced. He oh. can't read it. They totally made out. Wow. <laughs> I said ooh la la quick makeup. I don't know if it was a make. Well, probably. Oh no. <laughs> I'm blushing. Are you warm in here? <laughs> I'm stressed. I'm stressed from. Ron also has a good moment here. After like Crumb leaves, and Crumb has that great line where he's like. My sweet, sweet boy. He goes to Harry and he says, Cedric was, like, always nice to me. I know. He's a great guy to Harry. And Ron can't hate him anymore. And so he's like, can I have your autograph? Yeah, I had a similar note. Which I think Love is an olive Ron. branch. Also, full circle. Full circle. Love, Love a full circle. <laughs> Nell, who I, uh, uh, my friend that I write with sometimes... She gets so mad at me because I always want to write in a circle. I want things to like. Like, let's bring it. Let's back. bring it back. And she's like, it doesn't have to be a complete circle. Not everything needs to come back. And I'm like, look, J.K. Rowling brings everything. J.K. Rowling does a perfect circle, and I'm not mad about it. <laughs> I said I was that line about Crumb. I think that's honestly where my love of Crumb is like solely on like this no, is what I what, great but this is like what it derives from is yeah. him being like I liked Diggory he was always nice to me it, especially coming off the fact that like he was like the one yeah imper- like he oh, like was I didn't torturing um, Cedric oh and wow. I think that he's like trying that's his way of making amends to Harry but Harry yeah. no like they yeah, all Harry know yeah but it's like I really liked him, and I'm and I'm sad about it. And I love you. <laughs> oh, yeah! <laughs> Look, I'm reading between the lines. Oh, was it a Hermione Crumb makeout or was it a Harry Crumb makeout? We'll never know. That's, Tell us in the. That's a throuple right there. Crumb, Harry, Excuse and Cedric. Me. There you go. <laughs> I was, what did you think I was going to say? Hermione! No! You said no. it after we, I was saying, was it Hermione? I know, but he was talking about what a sweet boy Cedric was. Okay. And we know was, what crush Harry had on I Cedric. was very concerned. I I can be down with it. I'm down with the Cedric crumb Harry. I'm not down with anything that involves Harmony even a little bit. No, I only put Hermione with Ron. <laughs> Well, clearly you want her and Crumb to be doing a smoochy smooch. I can't believe you didn't think that. Should I I read it back to you? Yes, please. Could I have a word? He asked her. (laughs) Oh, yes. All right, said Hermione, looking slightly flustered and following Crumb through the crowd and out of sight. You'd better hurry up, Ron called loudly after her. The carriages will be here any minute. He let Harry keep watch for the carriages, however, and he spent the next few minutes craning his neck over the crowd to try and see what Crumb and Hermione might be up to. I was so focused on Ron that I didn't even think about what was happening. They returned quite soon, so that makes me think it's just a quick make Yeah, I don't, 
think it was a make I think it was like a kiss on the cheek, like what happens in the movie, and then they exchange emails. Ron stared at Hermione, but her face was quite impassive. Yeah, like she wasn't gonna give Ron the satisfaction. But why That's how would he I read pull that. her away for that? Because it's like intimate. She doesn't want. He doesn't want to be like a kiss on the cheek. You don't pull somebody away to kiss them on the cheek. You do when you're in it's high a school. Fleeting goodbye. You pull, yes, you do. You do when you're in high school. You say, "Can I talk to you for a minute?" Especially if you're gonna be like, "Hey, I really enjoyed getting to know you this year." I think they Please did. Please write me an it, owl. It had to have been more than a cheek. I mean, I think you're right now. Like, I'm not saying you're wrong, but I'm just trying to justify what I thought when I was reading it. This makes me all giddily, giddy, giddy. I know. And I feel like her mind, it's like that feeling of like, I'm uncomfortable because it's like an older guy that I like do have a crush on, but I don't want to like, you know, go that far. Yeah. But like. Okay, like, I'm, I want to, like, you know, I wanna, yes, dip yes, my yes. toes in. No, I, I totally yeah. know. Like, and I like this headcanon. I don't know why I'm fighting you on this. I think I'm just mad. I feel she like... She gets her little fling. I, I think I'm just upset because I feel like I'm, like, the shipper and romantic and I completely missed this subtext. Um, just um, a quick note, moving on from the Thestrals. Um, yes. I, uh... <laughs> So sassily. I they do. were headless. Bodiless. The carriages. Horseless. Horseless carriages. It took you a really long time to get <clears throat> Cut it. Uh, they were horseless carriages, I believe. Yep. Those normal horseless carriages. Just like always. He hadn't meant to leave. Accepted after a month. <laughs> or a week. <laughs> no. You know, if it had been a week, not mentally. Month, there's an error. Depends on That's what why there is that week line. That that their editor was like, a month doesn't work, and then they never fixed it. I've got a little an up. An up for you Great. after that down. Great. This is a um this is a post from Tumblr, so... Thank you. <laughs> Oliver Wood was low-key Harry's first guy crush, followed by Charlie and Cedric, that brief stint about Crumb, and then, of course, Draco. And then I put in my two cents, and I said, I'm sorry, Bill was a thing. I didn't feel like Charlie was a thing, but I felt yeah. like Bill was. I agree. I think they're, they're thinking about, like, the dragons was, like, an attractor. Okay. But I'm like, don't think about how you think about Charlie. Think about how Harry was thinking about yeah. Charlie. Come on. He definitely was eyeing Bill's long hair. And oh, yeah, that's a handsome dude. That earring, that was what did it. Um... I'm on the train. Oh, I no no, I'm not. I'm and I'm still with Fleur. What? I just, I'm what? I I know. I just had a funny line before we got to Chrome, and I forgot to say it. Please say it. I said, Harry, enjoy that walk away. <laughs> I was like, J.K. Rowling. They was, don't make them like that at Hogwarts. Was that necessary? Yes, was it, it was. For, I mean, Harry needs it. <laughs> he 
needs it right now. God, I just thought of something so inappropriate. He's oh. like, he needs that spank bang. That made me so uncomfortable for some reason. And I read a lot of inappropriate you stuff about Harry, but somehow that made me uncomfortable. Harry's spirits couldn't help but lift slightly as he watched Fleur hurry back across the lawns <laughs> to Madame Maxie. Her silvery hair rippling in the sunlight. I don't think you were looking at her hair, Harry. It goes down to her... A rumpus? Her lower back. <laughs> her seat. That's what we used to call it in camp. We weren't allowed to say buns, so we had to say seat. That seems so weird. <laughs> I agree. Maybe worse. <laughs> what about a nice rump? That's what I said. Rumpus. You said rump. <laughs> a nice rear end. Bottom. Bottom is the least sexual word. Bottom. <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> there are bottoms in this world. I wouldn't know. But <laughs> I can't do it. I was gonna really make this is not stay. Oh, me. I was gonna there say no bottoms. <laughs> oh well, well you said there are bottoms in this world, and then I was gonna say including our main character, but then Gosh. I just, I I stopped myself. He's for sure a bottom. Oh, def, most definitely. In any situation. In every situation, with Jenny in particular, like more so than in Favardi. family. <laughs> <Flirt>. Never. <laughs> what? She's never having relations with him. Oh. Course. Oh, of course. But I was just bringing up. No, I the like, see. There's no. Just, there's not a universe <laughs> where that. I've actually, literally, that might be the one ship I have never. Seen. <laughs> I have never seen Fleur Harry. I've seen Hermione Harry. You mean Hermione, I mean Hermione Fleur. Fleur? I've also seen Hermione Harry. Yeah. Fortunately. Okay. I love Hermione's reveal of Rita. Oh, she is LOL. She is giddier than she's on the top. She's giddier than when she came back from her makeout session. She's Girl is on a, a high. Then Harry and Ron watching Fleur walk, walk away. away. Yes, this is what does it for Hermione. And then she's been holding on to it yeah. for so long. I she does so, JK really does such a good job of writing it because I can feel how yeah. excited she is. Also, I feel like she could have told them before now. They needed that lift up. Like no, she needed. She was like She had to be asked about it. But she also didn't want it to be the lift up. She wanted yeah. it to be it's she did a thing. Yeah. It was the perfect moment. Yeah. I didn't really have much on it other than She that. was fully kidnapped Rita, Rita though. And um, blackmailed her. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of illegal activity. And this is to say, I love it. I but mean, she's a hypocrite. Yes, she is. But I, I absolutely... But I don't ad- want her to change one iota of it. I adore her. Also, I love that Rita is, like, scared of her. Because she does yes. keep the one-year thing. And then, similar, 
to Fudge coming in and ruining Harry's sleep, my problematic fave shows up I <laughs> to ruin how you word my good time. Draco, take it away. Um, I feel like this, um, is too on the nose for Malfoy. He's, like, hitting it too close. Like, he's saying, um, trying not to think about it, are we? Trying to pretend it hasn't happened. Like, that's, like, too cognizant of how, like, a person handles emotions. Like, I don't think that's accurate. Well, I think he's dealing with his own emotions is why, probably. Like, if you want to read into it, I think... What are his own emotions right now? I think he's pretty conflicted. And not and not in a way that he would ever admit. But I think that, like, because let's... If we w- want to do a deep dive about Draco's psyche... I would psyche, like to, because I think I'm going to disagree with you. That's fair. I'm ready to be disagreed with. But at the beginning of this book... Draco and his friends are, like, anti-Harry, so they're, like, supporting Cedric. And I think Draco probably knows that his parents are involved, or at least his dad's involved. He does know. He definitely knows. And I think it's... I think he's, like, ready to be, like, oh, yeah, like, obviously, like, I'm excited. Like, this is great. Like, I'm on this... I'm on this powerful side. Yeah. But I think... Even if it's, like, um, unintentional, I think it's, this is weirdly messing with him. Like, this, like, kid that he knew, that he went to school with, that he was supporting earlier in the year, is dead now. And his parents have something to do with that. I think, and or at least Voldemort has something. Like, I think that's, like, a weird wake-up call. For any human, especially Draco, who we know is emotional. So, yeah, I would say that I don't think that that connects with him yet. I think he's still very excited and proponent of Voldemort and his parents. And that, to him, Cedric was just, like, a means of getting at Harry. And he never once thought twice about Cedric when he did those badges or anything. No, right. I don't think he's actually like, oh, I'm like really rooting for the Hufflepuff champion. I think though it is, I think for anyone it's weird when it's like someone's there and then someone is suddenly not, no matter how like, no matter how evil you are. And I don't think Draco is that evil to have, I don't think he's I don't think he's as sociopathic or psychopathic to have been unaffected by this. I don't think he's sociopathic either, but I don't think that he's really, like, comprehending that on that level because I think he's so interested in joining the dark side because his change doesn't happen until the sixth book. I don't think he's ready to change yet. That's why I said, that's why I, like, kind of back tracked and was like I don't know if it's like unintentional yet like I don't know if he's aware of it but I think because he's about to make a joke about Cedric right and that's what you do like he does a defense already yeah but I don't know we were just talking about how this is like language is a little bit different than what he usually would use you think well you said that about what 
about his line earlier. You were like, this is really on the nose. I, the on the nose part was when he was, like, trying, like, understanding, like, grief. When he says that, he's like, um, he's using his same old language, like, mudbloods and muggle lovers first. Well, second. Degree was the first. Like, that is yeah. just very, like, flippant. Flippant. And, like, not... I don't think he's really thinking about Cedric's death in that it's like a, a classmate and somebody he knew at this at this point. Maybe. I don't think he's I don't think he's dealt with it nor is I do I, I don't think, think he's, he's like dealt with it thought about it in a way to, to But think. I think there's something to not thinking about it. I think it's unreal. I just, like, on a human level, even if I don't even like Malfoy, like, take take away the fact that I like to read into Malfoy because I like writing him. I think it's unrealistic humanly for him not to have experienced or, like, subconsciously what having about, this effect. What him. about, like, Crab and Goyle? One, I don't think they're as smart. As that, but if Malfoy. you're talking about like on a human level, that doesn't matter. Y- yes, but I'm talking about like on a human level of where emotional intelligence and like being on a level of being able to under like to comprehend human. Emotion. But I think at this point in the series and the story that Malfoy hasn't shown like emotional intelligence. We also don't get to know a lot about Crab and Goyle, so I don't have a basis for what they're what they're like, but I I have seen, I have evidence that Malfoy has, like, emotional intelligence and emotional reactions and is affected by this later. So I'm thinking, like, not at this point, but I'm thinking, like, if I'm doing a deep dive of Malfoy's character, this could be a place where the, you know what, I'm just, I'm not saying it's textually supported. I'm just saying, like, if we're thinking about it. I, yeah, I would just, I guess I'm arguing that, like, that might be a hindsight thing, but I think in this moment, he's just being, like, a little shit. Like, there's not another layer to it here. Yes, maybe he is being a little shit, but I, I guess my whole point here was that like, I think it subconsciously starts here. I just don't, maybe. I don't think that you watch someone, I don't think somebody that you go to school with dies, no matter how you feel like that, and they're murdered, and your parents somehow have something to do with that. And it just, like, it goes over your head. I don't think that exists for teenagers that aren't, like, somehow sociopathic. In this world, though? Because he also was, like, totally fine with, like, the World Cup. Nobody dies in the World Cup, and he didn't know them. But, yeah, maybe. I can see you booming. Like, yeah. No, I'm like, I don't, I'm, I'm not booming. I'm like, I don't buy it. Yeah. Like, quiet, not quietly to your, you can see my face. Yeah. Like, I wasn't trying to be like, boom. I was just just funny because like, I, it it was like, (laughs) I didn't mean to call you out. It was just, you were smiling. And so I was in my head, like that settles it for me personally. Cause I was on the fence until just then. And and then in my head, I was like, that's enough for me to be like, you know what? I don't think he's, I don't, I think that he does have a change and I think he does have emotional intelligence, but I think it's in the, it comes later. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think he's so eager and that the fact that he joins up and gets the dark mark are 
all elements of him not having any second thoughts. I don't think he has any second thoughts until after he joins. Oh, I I forget that we disagree about the dark mark thing too. We've already talked about it, and I don't want to like uh, go in yeah. it now. But we do disagree about the dark mark that he has one. No, no, no. I agree that he takes it. I think he takes it for a different reason than you. Uh-oh. I think he takes it because he feels like he has to to protect his family. And you think he takes it to actually join up. Yeah. So I think we just fundamentally disagree on, like, Malfoy's arc. Yeah. So I forgot about that. Yeah. So, yes, this yeah. is making yeah. a lot more sense now. Yeah. Oh, man, we're going to get into it. We're going to get into it. <gasps> okay. Um, that was my Malfoy note. I'm just... We have not had enough of Forge, and thank God we're getting them now. Thank God. This is something we can agree on. Yes. Oh, wait. Oh, I did have a funny Malfoy joke. Um, uh, about how when Malfoy brings up the, um, the... I told you, Harry, I told you that you should have, like, oh, yeah, shaken my sure. hand or whatever. This doesn't prove that And I was all. like, and he was like, I bet you think about it or something like that. And I was like, I bet you think about that every day, Malfoy. Clearly Like, calm down. See, I, I think he, right now he's too much of, like, a, 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 like, a stereotype character. Like, he's not a real person. Right, but I'm trying to add depth to him. Like, that's, I don't know, like, when we're deep diving characters, we're, like, looking for, like, you know. But he's just so over the top. Yes, but, I mean, I think often, like, bullies or people that are over the top, like, are masking something. Like, it's not like I'm over the top for the sake of being over the top. Like, he's clearly overcompensating for something. Right, which is why when he has, like, vulnerable moments or whatever is when I feel that more. Like, with Snape, like, in those last chapters, I was like, I feel that. But, like, when he's just being a bully, I'm like, there's nothing more to this. He's, like, over the top, like, being, like, but a there's always, person. But there's always more to it. It's like, he hates Harry. He hates it because yeah. of the Lily thing. He hates him because of the I James brought up Snape, thing. but he is kind of a harder example because they, we've learned more depth to that I guess right and we learn more depth to Malfoy but it's not like in hindsight depth it's like what's currently happening right so I and I I fully admit my stuff isn't textually yeah necessarily textually um um textually supported supported but I'm like looking back and trying to find out things that maybe aren't there because we get such a good view of him later And we don't get his perspective until later. I mean, I appreciate that, but I'm still, like, finding fault. Like, where mm-hmm. I where I bump on it, I guess. Which is what we do. It's what we do. It's where we live. But, yes, Forge. I love that they're just, like, leaving them unconscious in the hallway. And nobody's, and like... Having this convo. Yeah. Just a good, a good time. What's the trolley witch doing? She's chasing their future children on the top of the train. I like how everything gets wrapped up here. Oh yeah, very nice. A nice bow. We needed it. We needed a bow, okay? Like, I I don't care. It might be cheesy. I needed it. I needed this high. I really did. 
I didn't really have any notes on the Ludo thing. They say he's, like, dim-witted, which doesn't support, like, how I felt about him being, like, smarter than that. But they also don't explain why they think he's dim-witted. Yeah. But he just... He's I, irrelevant after this point, so it doesn't I think, really matter. I think, to your credit, um, I think Ludo was a big red herring. Yeah. And this whole thing was, like, to set up. This. Like, to close that up. To, yeah. like, but, um. It's, and he was so fun to examine, even yeah. though we know that he's, yeah, we quote, knew. unquote, innocent. <laughs> He's Not. something. I still think it's really, like, if we're going to really speak about it, I think it's really shitty he took children's savings and then wouldn't even give them their money Just their money back. back. Yeah. That's really awful. That made me really, like, mad. <laughs> I was getting upset. Yeah. So I didn't write too many notes on it because I was just actually upset and mad. Yeah. But then we Arthur have- told them not to bet, though. Yeah, that's true. Good old Arthur. We had our good, good boy fix it. No. He's so sweet. Like, he's so sweet. This is the greatest thing to happen. <laughs> like, also, Harry speaks with the maturity and wisdom of a thousand years wow. here. No, like, listen to some of his dialogue. I was like, who are you? We could all do. We could all do with a good. I've got a feeling we're gonna need them more than usual. I don't know if that's like of a thousand years. I I mean like yeah, but like I thought he said something like very insightful. No, but that is no for Harry. I'm talking about. I'm sorry, I forgot to mention there's a handicap for Harry. Okay, (laughs) this is unusual coming from you. Like we could all use a laugh. He needs a laugh. He needs one. He got very maudlin. My, like, thing was more on Forge. I was like, they have the perfect amount of, like, humbleness and gratitude. Yeah. Like, they handle it better than, like, Ron. Ron. They were like... <laughs> or uh, Molly no or Arthur would yeah. have. Like, they are like... I said we that We don't too. want this. This is crazy. But then they do accept it, and they're very gracious about it. I was like, mm-hmm. perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yes. <laughs> yes. They are the perfect combination of Slytherin and Gryffindor where they can accept that money. Because I think either house has a really hard time with it, but the mixture, the right yeah. sweet spot is like, you know what? I do need this logically. So I can get to where so I want to go. go. Yeah. And I'm brave enough to take it. Right. Exactly. That was my last note. Um, well, <laughs> I said... The whole book. I said about her Hermione kissing Harry on the cheek for the first, first time, time ever. was a weird line. Why? And then I said Harmony shippers are panicking, throwing a party. Harmony is Harry and Hermione. I said panicking. No, they are having a party. They're like excited. Oh, uh, well, I meant like panicking. Like I'm panicking. Yeah, I'm panicking. Did we see what happened? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, like, I get I, you now. I know. I've had a history of mis. <laughs> I'm sorry. That came at you strong. <laughs> no, it's valid. It, I went for a full like ten minute argument on like the basis of sarcasm. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> yes. 
but I was like, that seemed like intimate for no reason, JK. Like, we got more detail on that kiss on the cheek than the crumb Hermione makeout that was apparently That there. was all for the imagination. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Alrighty. Who is your champion? Harry. Oh. <laughs> Why? He because gave of the, the money. Because oh, he's a sweet boy. Did you give to Hermione? I did. Yeah. <laughs> Just because she made me so happy. Like, I needed an up, and her news, like, made me laugh. Like, I was really enjoying. Well, I think I gave it for Harry. I mean, obviously, but the him giving Forge the money is becomes, like, a tenet of Harry's personality in my mind. Agreed. I go back to that a lot, um, just as one of his, like, traits. I also think, like, I don't know, but, like, for me, it makes total sense that Harry gives them the money. Yeah. Like, it's just so in his... Yeah, it's so it, like, almost, like, didn't register to me as, like, an out of, like... (laughs) Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, he's... Ugh. He's so generous. I just, yeah. I love him Like, so I don't much. question it, but I do consider it one of his big personality traits. Yeah. And when I, like, I have certain, like, actions of characters that mm-hmm. I hold on to, and I'm like, this is why I think a certain way about a person, and this is one of the things that I think about Harry. Yeah. Um, one of the good things I think about Harry. Oh, I love, I just, yeah. this read-through has just made me love Harry so oh, much. I think he's so sweet. My rat's Malfoy. My rat's Malfoy, too. I can't... So trite. So... So two-dimensional, am I right? (laughs) I'm rolling my eyes and shaking my head. (sighs) Okay, well, let's do some quick overall thoughts. I have a question for you. Oh, shit, yeah. Sorry. You're gonna get it right. Um, What spell does Harry use against Malfoy, Crab, and Goyle? Panunculus. Yes. And they use jelly legs. Like jinx. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I just say it all together. <laughs> jelly legs jinx. Because you that's... only said like Ellie jinx. <laughs> well, because you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. For some reason, I felt like I was being quizzed, <laughs> so I needed to let you know that I knew. Um, okay, so let's, let's just do some overall thoughts on the book. I don't want to jump the gun, but I think four is in the running for my favorite book. I, so I was this reread. We, we have been ranking the books as we go. (laughs) Oh no, I don't want to, I don't want to do that. You really panic at this. You hate that we did this. It stresses me out because you know how loyal I am to, like, my favorites <laughs> that I've decided as a child. So, well, okay, if you don't want to, we don't have to. Um, I was just going to say that I would normally put three above four, like, any day. But this, I was also, and maybe just because I'm how I'm feeling right now at the end of this, but I was like, man, I really enjoyed this book more than... And I've already said a million times that this one I've, like, probably heard the most. Um, so it's, like, so familiar to me. But reading it this time was very different for some reason. I'm panicking. Um, so I, like, I feel like a 4-3 split right now. And that's not fair. So 
I don't know what to do. I'm, I'm, first of all, let me just state that one and two for me are easily below three and four. And normally I'm like all about one. I know. But I still, I usually put three over one. Almost always. I mean, obviously I do. We, I get hate for like how apparently poorly I treat one. But I like Mostly one. just from me. Yeah. Because you put it as your least favorite. I didn't put it as my least favorite. When did I ever do that? I don't think I ever said, said it was my... You said 3 I, one, two. Oh. No, it, mate, you said three two one. Of this read-through, probably. Maybe. I don't know. But also, oh, that doesn't include later books. Yeah, but I think you're going to put the later books above it. Yeah, that's another thing. Even five. That's another thing that I'm noticing is that I, I'm really loving our deep dives and I'm, I don't think these deep dives really count in terms of what my favorite is overall. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because Fair. with the later books, there's so much... First of all, they're longer. Second of all, there's so more, more meat. There's more. There's more. There's more meat. So it's like, I there's more to talk it's about. It's more yeah. complex. And, more characters, even. And I'm an adult, so I'm interested in the complexity and watching them grow up. And I think even when I was younger, three was the best thing that could have ever happened to me. And I love it. And it has a nostalgia factor that like six doesn't have, which I also am cited as one of my favorite books. I'm trying to think of, I, I never really actually ranked the books that much before this in terms of like how I saw them, but I usually would say five is my favorite. And I really liked three. Like, those would be my top two. And I usually just defaulted to five because most people said three was their favorite. So I'd be like, okay, I'll, I'll just yeah. say five. Yeah. Because of, um, there's, like, more to it. But I, I think I would have said back in the day, pre-podcast. Pre-pod. I think I would have said five, three, one, four... Seven, six, two. Mm. Wow, you really don't like six. It really makes me feel icky. Yeah, that's fair. There's a couple of scenes in there. I've obviously mentioned Sectum Sempram. When he goes into that pensive, rough. I panic. See, I love panic. I like those scenes, but... Uh, yeah, and we also Dumbledore talked about, you called, you called me out on this, though. I also really love Hinny, so I really like Six. But I that. also love Ginny that's, and Harry. That's yeah. what I'm saying, like, I think... That's what saves but, the book for me. But, right, but we know, like, I'm all about the romance. So, yeah. so that's what I'm saying. Like, I think that really, unfortunately, that shouldn't be, like, a, a heavy factor in the Harry Potter books for me. But, like... I definitely remember as a teenager reading Six, I, like, was in love. Like, I was like, this is my favorite world, and then I get drama, and I get romance, and I felt like I just got everything. I also hated, I hate seeing Dumbledore weak. That hurts. It's really hard. It's it's a hard, it's not that I dislike the book, it's that it's a hard book for me to read. 
that's why that's how I feel about five which is interesting because I it's another one of those things where I love drama and I love getting I I don't love watching Dumbledore die but like obviously but I I think it's a sort of drama that is manageable to me Sirius is really not manageable for me and also Umbridge is not manageable for me I think the reason I can deal with Sirius's death is because he's not a constant. Dumbledore is my constant in this series. Yeah. And so when he's gone, I'm like, well, what's going to happen to this series? Like, right. he is such the constant, like, security, safety, like, all yeah. of that in this series. So six is tough. Six is tough. Yeah. Six is a rough one. I think back in the day, I would have said six, three, tie. I can't, I've never been able to choose. I go back and forth. I feel like for a while, though, you were saying six. Yeah. In the that, same way that I was saying five, it's like a lot of people said say three. Say three, so I would say six. But I, I'm talking about if I'm, like, in my truth, Yeah. I don't think I ever really picked. We know. Yeah, so I think three, six, split, and then four. So four has always been up there for me. Four was my number four, I think. Because I, I always put number one kind of high up. But yeah. right now... Four is higher than number one. Yeah, four is, like, high up there. And then I think it would be... Probably... Seven... One... Two, five. Was, like, back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. Family five was the last. Five used to be... But I've, I know that's gonna change. Yeah. Because it changed when I listened to it in audiobook as an adult. Like, yeah. it already changed. I think I have really... I think... Ser- I do, like, looking back, Umbridge really... I did not handle Umbridge well, and I really didn't handle Sirius's death well. It really, really got to me. So I think when I was, like, thinking about Five, that really sits You never with wanted me. to reread it, so you probably... Ne- yeah, I didn't. It's the one did. I don't... I've yeah. read the least. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, back to four. Anyway, back to the one we're reading currently. I've really loved it. Yeah. I think it's definitely a goodie. Because it's, it's probably one of the most standalone ones we've said. It's my favorite guilty pleasure. Yeah. We are, we've said it. It's mostly good stuff until the end. Obviously, we've had a lot of emotions, everybody. <laughs> but it's a lot of, like... But she's also got some beautiful imagery in there. She's got some the great language. The tasks are exciting. Yeah. It's an I exciting really like, look. The concept. Early on. And mm-hmm. even with the World Cup, like, the other books don't have as much excitement so early on in the series. In the ch- in the book, I mean. This gives me so much stress. Like, I'm really, like, is for my favorite book? Has it always been? I don't think it's always been. It's stressing me out. I wouldn't be stressed. I would just I don't know. It. I don't know why I get so stressed out about this. I feel like I'm it's really... because your whole identity is wrapped up in how you feel about Harry Potter. I know. It stresses me out. <laughs> but it doesn't have to be. I just feel like I'm I'm betraying my younger self. Who would you say is your champ for this book? Your overall champ. Mm, okay, let me think. Serious. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. That's good. I was gonna say this is kind of a cop out. I was gonna say just Barty Crouch Jr. Um because he was so fun to look at. Oh. Okay, so I think last time we said who was our most interesting deep dive. Yes. Barty Crouch Jr. Yeah. 
Are you sure it's not Draco? Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> he really wasn't in it that much. I was joking. Yeah. No, that but was seriously, he wasn't yes. in it that much. Seriously, two eyes. Um, but I, yeah, I think Sirius was definitely, like, champ. Champ of the book. He's also Big not Daddy Sirius. <laughs> no. Big Daddy D. What about your overall rat? Oh. I'm tempted to say fudge right now, but... I'm feeling... I feel like you might say Brady Coach Senior. No. Maybe, no. Ooh, I did he hate him really for a, got He really He did get to me. Oh, this book is so good. There's I don't so have much. A, maybe back I, It's definitely <laughs> not Junior. Because no, I like Junior too much. Like, in terms of, like, talking about. I would maybe say back <laughs> for me. Even though I enjoyed talking about him, it just made me dislike him so much more. Percy, just kidding. Wow. <laughs> that was a joke. Um, this is when it all starts. <laughs> um, no, you're probably right. For me, like, if I'm really talking about what who I was most upset with, probably um, senior. senior. Got on my... He irked me. But Fudge really got to me this last I chapter. Know. I know. I feel like the most anger is towards Fudge overall, but he's in it so little. I don't know if I can say that. I, we don't say Voldemort, even though he literally came back. No. Voldemort also too fun. I don't hate Voldemort. I'm just going to be bold and say that. I really don't. I think he's a cool villain. He's a great villain. Yeah. So, it like, I don't... Like, I... Because you don't feel, like, sympathy for him, but, like, you don't, you understand his, how he got to this point. He also makes me laugh. Like, his silly, his, like, we had fun talking about him. He's so dramatic. He's so dramatic. Like, he doesn't irk me the same way Fudge does, but that's because I know this about myself. Lawful evil does not work with me as a person. It irks me in a way that nothing else does. Yeah. That's my kryptonite. I will crumble under lawful evil because I, yeah, yeah, I just, I can't stand the injustice of it. It offends me to my very core. Wait, so who are you saying is lawful evil? Um, Fudge. Fudge is lawful evil. You don't think he's neutral? No. Well, maybe. Maybe I think he's, he's neutral. I think he's kind of but neutral. Umbridge, I think, is definitely lawful evil. She's but definitely I think- evil. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think Fudge I might think be true neutral. neutral, sorry. I, I was more thinking of Umbridge, but, like, Umbridge, she uses her, the law in her, like, evil dealings, or to justify her evil dealings. Percy, he's not really evil, but in the terms of, in, in he's the world of good care. neutral. Yes, but in the world of, like, the nice characters, he's the lawful evil, you know? I don't think he's evil. No, I'm saying in the world of the nice characters. It's like when you're trying to, like, sort your friends into the D&D alliance. Uh, like, it's on a different level. Like, nobody, none of your friends hopefully are, like, homicidal maniacs. I so know, then it's but on a different I feel like level. you have to have a certain spunk to be evil, and he doesn't. <laughs> He's, like, too neutral. I don't, yeah, maybe. Either way, law, maybe lawful neutral and lawful evil get to me. Lawful characters are really hard for me to get behind. Even lawful good characters. Yeah. I feel like neutral is hard because it's like you don't know where they stand. 
which is why I don't like fudge. Like, that's what I was saying about Umbridge is, like, I know where she stands, and Fudge is, like, trying to be so two-faced all the time. Yeah. But, yes. Which is why I hate him maybe more. I have a lot of feeling towards Fudge. I don't like Fudge. I really hate Fudge. Obviously. He got, he pissed me off. But um, Umbridge does, as, I think we're just, we spend more time with her in a concentrated amount. Yeah, and she's hurting our main character way more. Yeah, so it really... Mm-hmm. And nobody can do anything to fucking stop her! It just... Oh, that's what gets me about lawful people, is that, like, they have a backing, they have a support that is... <sighs> yeah. They think they're, they're right. Infall- yeah. And that they're infallible. I would much prefer people, prefer people to know they're evil. I would much rather it. But that's why I'm saying she knows she's evil. She thinks, though, she's... I think she but thinks she's right. she's in the law. Yeah, I think she thinks she's right. Like, even... I think she knows what she's doing is not above board, but I think she thinks she's doing the right Don't thing. Don't you think that Voldemort thinks he's doing what's right? No. I think Voldemort thinks he's acting for himself and I think he's aware of that but that Grindelwald maybe is more like this is what's right yes I think Grindelwald definitely is like this is my mission this is my task I would not consider Grindelwald lawful unlawful what though um chaotic are you saying I don't think he's chaotic I think he's neutral I think he's neutral evil actually because I don't think he's lawful and I don't think he's chaotic I think he's very calculated so I think he's a neutral evil, if we're going to put mm. him somewhere. This is a whole episode in and of itself. I know. Okay, well, any other thoughts on book four? Um. It's making me, like, question my love of book three. <laughs> were you done talking about that? Just because it has so much more depth. To it, which is what we're saying is the problem with the earlier books. Yes, but we have to remember that we love four so much because of some of the stuff that three gives us. Yeah. So I think that's it's like I think I love three so much because of the reasons that you like one in a similar way. Mm-hmm. Like I love Marauders and I love the yeah. introduction of I the Marauders. I was just thinking like we have like Lupin is so much of book three for me. Yeah, Lupin's one of my favorite characters too. So and we get yeah. so much of him and that relationship, and we learn about Harry's parents. Oh, and we t- get Quidditch. And oh, we get Quidditch. yeah, we get Quidditch. Yeah. Okay, I'm back to maybe cool maybe three, three and four are my favorites, and I'll just like ditch six. That seems easy to ditch. Th- it seems easy to ditch six now that I'm not a huge fan of Snape. I know, but wait till we get to it. I think I'm going to like six a lot more on this deep dive because I think there's a lot to like analyze, which is there what is, I like. There is, and I also, I forget that like, I also love in six, like Snape is not even really that big of a deal in six. Like what I, after. what I really love in six is the Voldemort stuff. Back to me liking Voldemort as a villain. I really love getting to know about all of his family. The flashbacks are really good. I love it. I think, oh, I think it's so interesting. I'm fascinated by it. Samesies. Yeah, so we have a lot to look forward to. We have a lot to. to look forward to. We loved four, clearly. I'm nervous and excited for five. I'm excited for five. 
Well, I already said this. I'm nervous because I don't want to have to defend why I've always said that I like five because I think I'm in the vast minority of people that like five the best. Well, you're going into it with a friend. I... That's so sweet and wholesome. Yeah, I just think, like, there was a time when I would have been like, why do you like five so much? Well, and I think I've said it, and people usually understand when I say it. Yeah. About it building out the world and stuff, which is, like, huge for me. Yes. Yes. And, like, the DA. The DA is huge. The DA is huge. I love the DA. Okay. Alrighty. I have a five poster in my room. I just realized that. I have a Dumbledore's Army poster. Ah, wow. That's like on its own. Yes. Um, Catch us next week. Um, Block out some time to watch the movie with us. Get drunk with us. Don't do it in your car. It's not (laughs) as much fun. (laughs) PSA. Don't drink and drive. Thanks. I don't know if you guys know. Don't drink and fly either. I'm just saying, like, it's probably more fun to listen to the episode if you're not, like, stone cold sober. Agreed. Watch the movie with us. Um, Have one headphone in the movie, one headphone on us. Exactly. Okay. Stay magical. Charmed, I'm sure. Mischief managed. Bum bum ba bum 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 bum. Thank you for listening to another episode. Um, if you can take a moment and just find us on social media, that would be wonderful. We're Potter Watch on Facebook, Real Potter Watch on Twitter, and on Instagram, we are Podcast Potter Watch as well as our email podcastpotterwatch at gmail.com. Please feel free to communicate with us at any time. About any topic. (laughs) Um, And most importantly, please um, give us a review on iTunes. This really helps people find out about the podcast. Um, We appreciate all the reviews and and it helps us, um, you know, get a better idea of how we're doing as podcast hosts. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it.